males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. Gentlemen, let us begin. Let us. This is going to be a great one, man. We're starting off 2024 with a bang, uh, inspiring ourselves and inspiring other folks. But, you know, once again, Stephen comes up with something that sounds so simple and so, you know, off the cuff that he does naturally. And it's going to be a real challenge for all of us. I was thinking when I was listening to it, I was like, I, I was always wondering, like, how does Steven do this? Like, you know, always has insight for men, you know, always has something to share. And I was like, oh, this is how <laughs> you practically you share it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it reminds me of something that I don't remember who told me this. And it was in some marriage context, man. But they were telling us, man, always when you're somewhere, always gather small details intentionally. So if you're in a setting, remember what color the carpet was, what what color the lady's dress was, what color the guy's shoes were, all these kinds of things. Because if you're not with your wife, when you get home and you tell her, hey, I was at this event, those are the kind of details that she's going to expect or want not really expect because we do it so rarely. But those are the kinds of details that are going to really turn her on and make her go, oh, you were paying attention. And, and you can go on and on about the color of somebody's shoes or what yeah. kind of bag they had. But it, but the whole point was when you get in the habit of when you're in these settings to gather together all of these small details that maybe don't mean anything to you, but carry them in your backpack. So when you get home and you're able to relate to your wife and it'll change the way that you have a conversation. I don't know if it's wiring or if it's it's just kind of called peer pressure or whatever, but I feel like it's counter to what my instinct is. Yeah. If I get something insightful or I see something impressive, I kind of don't share it with anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I can wonder, like, what, what do I talk about with this person? And, yeah. it, and I have stuff, you know, I have things, but I just don't feel like putting myself out there, you know, mm. because sometimes I'm more worried about how I'm perceived yeah. than I'm worried about having influence. Yeah. So that's that you you were asking, you know, how does he accomplish it? I think that that's one of the keys to accomplishing this thing is he, he said a, a great word when he when he came up with the inspiration challenge, man, is that we have to be very intentional. So, you know, this next month, man, as I'm walking around, if I see something that really impacts me, I'm just going to put it in my backpack. And with the intention of, man, that inspired me or that educated me or that taught me something, I'm going to keep that one. So the next time I'm in a situation where I want to be the guy to impart something positive, I can do that. But I think that's the whole key to this challenge that Stephen is talking about is to intentionally gather these moments and gather these thoughts and gather these things to ourselves until they come more natural like him, man. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think you can hit it on the head. For me, that's why I don't do it. Yeah. Is because sometimes I'll have stuff, but because I didn't intentionally take it down or make a note, I I can't recall it in the moment. Yeah. Or I don't have that insight because I didn't think it was worth sharing because I didn't take note of it before. Yeah. That's the intentionality. Like you said, like intentionally 
like when you're talking about what you learned about observing, taking down all these details, it's sort of like, yeah, if you took down all these details, it's it helps you then process it and be like, here's how it affected me. Here's yeah. how and like really intentionally keeping that thought, maybe writing it down would probably be what. You know, he said <laughs> something that was interesting too, man. He said that, you know, you're not trying to be preachy or sit down and let me give you this lesson. Let me uh, inspire you. Let me talk to you. And I think that that's relationally, man, if, if we're the kind of guy, man, that's never talking about ourselves and never talking about the things that are involved uh, in our daily lives or the things that we brush up against or our struggles, if we're in the habit of that, then the next time we try and say something inspiring or something, maybe it does peak up somebody's ears and go, oh, God, you know, here comes some sermon or here comes some X, Y, Z. And you said something interesting, Jay. You said a lot of times, man, you don't share things, man, that have impacted you because you're worried about perception of the other person, how they're going to perceive me. I don't know where the stigma came from, but I, I feel like sometimes, you know, sharing a link or sharing a video with somebody kind of evokes that crazy aunt on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of, <laughs> like, like, oh, that's what that's what that generation does, and uh, and it's not cool, quote unquote, to do it. And I'm thinking, like, if I care more about that, just how I'm perceived, it it doesn't really matter if people thought of me well and thought I was cool. If I don't influence anybody, if I don't have any impact, and I'm not sharing the things that impact me, yeah. That one thing I think is great about how simple this is, honestly, is that Stephen was saying, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, then I should change what I'm taking in. So there's more inspiration and whatever. <laughs> and I think I think it's important as men that we strive to find examples of men doing the great achievements that, you know, inspire us. Right. But also he was like, this is a video of a, it was like a dumb video I saw. And, and like, we've got tons of those. The dog, the dog <laughs> doing CPR on the person. Yeah. And they're, and, and finding application there. It's finding wisdom in everything. Yeah. And for me, I think I share more the ridiculous things. You know what mm. I mean? Like we share memes with each other, like things that are not, they're inspiring, but not, you know, like just, hearing NBA players talk about how much Larry Bird talks smack, you know, and then he would go ahead and do the thing he said it was about to do, right. you know? And he, yeah. And like, he's, they're just talking about how he's the biggest smack talker in the NBA. And I was like, Larry Bird, you know, like <laughs> we yeah. grew up and with Larry Bird thinking like, Oh yeah. This, Stoic. He, yeah. This, this is the three point guy. He, yeah. he wouldn't be like just talking smack to everybody. Yeah. But he knew how good he was and he told people. And and that's something that I shared with guys. I was like, isn't this great? Like we share things like if somebody's really good at talking smack or somebody <laughs> says something. And it's like, how much more impactful would be that the thing if I saw something impactful and I shared that along? Yeah. You know, and, and Stephen was careful to, to share. You know, he's not he's not advocating for every time that we're in the space or in somebody's space that we have to say something to inspire them. Sometimes you're just having a burger. Sometimes you're cutting up or, you know, putting each other down, you know, hanging out or having a beverage. But as a habit, you want to get in the habit of sharing these kinds of things, man. So I think that uh, as a New Year's resolution, 
So we're going to get into that for a bit. <laughs> but as a New Year's idea or something that we want to carry, something positive we want to carry into the new year, man, I think that this is a great place to start. And it's it's never ending. I think Steven spent 10 minutes on this, man, and just yeah. kind of blew through his thoughts on it. But we could expand it and go, and we're not, but we could expand it and go forever, man, just thinking about all these ways that we can empower and impact and inspire people. But on this whole idea of it being New Year's Eve, did you look back over 2023 and see things, man, that you didn't like or things that you don't want to see again, like in a personal manner or within your household or anything like that? I think this time of year is so crazy for me that like, I don't, I didn't really have a time to think, you know, everyone's asking that, like, what, do you, what are you oh, expecting really? the new year? And I'm like, bro, I just got off doing 16 hour days every yeah. day. And I'm like, like, and I got another project immediately starting Monday. Yeah. So it's like, I haven't had the time to sit and process the last year. Yeah. You know? But. Well, I guess it's a little different for me because man, I am hyper focused on places that I miss it. And I'm accumulating mm. them all the year, man. And it's very difficult for someone to tell me something that I do well or something good about myself or something that I do or the way that I live that inspires them. It seems that those things just shed right off of me like water. But the things that I don't do well or the places that I miss it, I'm able to hold on to those. So when I get to this time of year, man, as well for me, the last, I don't know, six weeks have been six months worth of business in what I do. When everybody's winding down and taking mm. their time to be with their families and stuff, we're tuning up because we have to host all those events and all those yeah. opportunities that families take around this time of year to get together. But I'm just thinking back, man, even in a professional manner, man, that I've always prided myself on knowing my staff and knowing the intimate things about them and it being more than just a boss and an employee relationship. And I, I, I really begin to realize that this year, because I've had so much flux in my staff and the staffing, you know, thing that's going on in the entire country. Like I haven't taken the time to actually ask just normal questions that I would ask my staff uh, at other times in my life. And I think it's got a lot to do with, you know, this whole idea where, you know what, they're not going to be around more than six months. So I'm not going to even bother to get to know them and mm -hmm. all this kind of things. But I've become a little closed off in a lot of ways in my workplace. Mm hmm. I mean, I, I lived in New York for a long time, so I know that the it's your normal posture. <laughs> it's our normal posture. This person's gonna not be living here in about a month, so don't need to make that make that connection. You know, I was now that I think about it, for me, the the thing that we talked about when I started on the podcast too is is relationships. You know, me being intentional about reaching out to to men, and you know, there's a guy I call every week. You know, one of my dearest friends, like he, he just had another baby. So he's I haven't talked to him in a long time. And just thinking like I really need to work on my relationships, you know, like us. We haven't had bourbon in a while. And right. I'm missing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, another thing that I kind of look back over my life and as 2023 is coming to a close and 2024 is opening up, I realize that my genuine circle of friends, like actual friends is very small. And I'm a great advocate of having a band of brothers. And I have probably eight men in that band of brothers. But within the band of brothers and kind of outside of that, I think that I only have four men that I actually do life with and have friends. And that's pretty small. 
But at the same time, I guess it's pretty large because some men can't name a single friend. But as the year was closing, I was like, man, maybe I need to focus in on the people that I actually do feel like they're friends and begin to spend more time and more intentional time with them. So for three out of the, I'm going to say five guys, I've actually had a chance to sit down with and, you know, share some time with and share share a, a moment with and dig into their lives a bit. One of the things I want to do in 2024, man, along with this inspiration challenge, man, is take time to spend time with those guys. Even if it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes in person, not on the phone, because I do pretty good by text and do pretty good with phone calls, but I want to spend more time with them in person. So I've started off the year with that. But the whole idea, man, of just loading my pocket with these different types of things, man, to share and inspire, encourage, man, that's a that's a daunting task. And it's he's not asking much, but it's still a pretty big deal. And I, I feel like it's more impactful. Like I could sit with a guy for three hours and we just talk about things that aren't inspiring. You know, we could just talk smack or we, you know, how guys do. And and I would feel like I had some quality time with my brother, you know, but at the same time, imagine if we were sharing things that inspired us, you know, like uh, this thing or something small and just saying what I got out of it, like. That's a conversation that has more, it's more memorable, that has more impact. And it's way more impactful than three hours of talking smack. You know, Stephen mentioned something that really resonated with me. And he said he's, he's prone to uh, allowing offenses and stuff to kind of stick to him. And he's got to be cautious about that. And I was thinking about myself and something that I really decided, I think it was at like two o'clock on New Year's Eve, man, or New Year's Day morning. I was uh, at an event that I go to every year uh, for New Year's Eve and try to uh, be in a place and a position to to have something positive, a positive start to the year. But I really got challenged on this idea that there are people in my life uh, from 2023 that maybe I've forgiven, but I'm still kind of holding hostage or holding some expectation. And they always say that when someone's name comes up, your first reaction is if it's not you know, if it's negative, then you probably have some work to do. And there were four or five people in my life, man, that that night I released them and just made a commitment to to not operate out of that same vein, man. And one was a family member. One was a spiritual leader. One was a, just a friend. One was a co-worker. And just so I made this uh, uh, commitment this year to not be so sticky as it pertains to these uh, offenses, because I'm quick to forgive, I feel like, in my own opinion, but I don't necessarily forget. And I guess it's not necessary that we forget. But I just noticed this in my life because when he was talking about the whole John Paul thing, and I see this played out in a lot of people's lives where people do some great offense or maybe kill a family member and then they're able to forgive them and go to them and discuss it and have relationship uh, with them after that. But do you find, you know, offenses and those kinds of things in your life? Do you hang on to them? Do you let them go? I'm I'm pretty good at, you know, letting it go. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I don't have that many very close relationships. Mm. You know, you know, that's got to change. But it, it's sort of also that I keep people at arm's length. Yeah. It's curious, man, not to psychoanalyze you, but to think about myself. I know that 
earlier in my life, I didn't have any close relationships. And it was for a singular reason, I think, that every time that I would try and have a relationship, the first mistake that they made, you know, the first stupid thing that they said, the first thing that showed me that they weren't honest or that they were might have the propensity to lie or do something dishonest, like just the first mistake that they made, I would be like, mm, this person's gone. So I don't know that if I was hypercritical or hypersensitive to things that were negative and then I just strike you off because we all have these things in our lives, man. And I'm just curious, man. I know that you don't know, but I'm going to keep asking. What is it? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, wait. I've worked this through. It, it, uh, what we talk about before is, you know, because of what happened as a kid, because I got so hurt once the disease, once the illness was gone and I could control things. Yeah. I controlled it to the extent where I won't let you get close enough to make me feel that way again. So is it is it that you're not being a great friend? yourself because you're so defensive and you're not allowing other people to befriend you i'm i'm working on the defensive part <laughs> the the it, it's the it's the opening up enough and being vulnerable in, in a situation i'm not talking about like pouring out my heart and telling people my secrets but i mean like really just being open to having a close relationship that's still some that's still a muscle that really needs some exercise for me and uh been working on that for a while but like this new year i really because it, it got to a point where i told my wife you're the only person i do this with mm. and then it got to the point where like oh no i need to do this with everyone and not everyone but i need to extend this to other relationships or else i'm not gonna thrive i'm not gonna survive and so yeah so that's my growth process i yeah. went from not Having any relationships like that to then, you know, changing enough to to relate to the woman I love to now realizing I need this in my life. Do you read inspiring books or watch inspiring YouTubes or inspiring movies, anything like that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, right now we just uh, I'm kind of just watching things to be entertained and when I do come across something inspiring, like I haven't intentionally thought about it and been like, okay, it, there's this sort of mentality thinking that like, I've, I know it all, but I don't, you yeah. know, and, and certain things as men that we know and we aspire to, but yet like our habits and our actions still reflect the other attitude. So for me, it's like that mentality of like, I don't really need to learn more, even though I want to learn more, yeah. you know? So I know that you have a great hope in your life, you and your wife, man, to yeah. have children and, and to raise a son and a daughter, man. As you think upon that, man, are you like loading your quiver with with uh, information for them? Because I've learned in my life, man, that when I was growing up, I really had no aspiration to have any kids, man. So I walked mm -hmm. into fatherhood and even marriage completely unprepared. So I always felt like I was catching up, man. And sh But one of the things that I do now is I read things that I can pass on to my son. I look at uh, videos and uh, different talks and things like that, that maybe that I could share with my daughter. So I want to encourage you to get ahead of that, man, because as you begin to grow your family and have a family, and I think it's a good idea for us all, man, is just intentionally, man, go into whatever place that you consume, like not necessarily the news, but go somewhere where you can get inspired or informed or encouraged 
and intentionally just watch something that is meant to inspire you. Uh, there's different cast uh, that they have and they're God cast and friend cast, all these different casts. But you can you can just go and find something intentional and see what you get out of it. See what inspires you. And then here's the here's the study guide. And then just go and share that one one little tidbit that you picked up in whatever inspiring thing you you looked at or watched or read and just go inspired because we have to work a muscle to be effective with the exercise. So the muscle that I want to encourage you all to to uh, to work is to go and find something that inspires you, gather in one small lesson and then share it with one person. Just that could be that might be a stranger on a bus stop or it might be a friend that you're very close with. Or if you're dealing with the community and people, you know, surround you all the time, maybe just find a way to work it in there and just practice that muscle of inspiring and encouraging someone in your private life. Yeah. And I also think like what you were saying is it's a muscle. So, yeah, we can we can glean things from kind of the mundane stuff or the funny, funny videos we watch. But if we're not in the habit of doing that, it doesn't come as naturally. So finding something that's obviously inspiring, finding something that greatly shows, like you see an achievement in a man and you take that. And as you get, as you develop that muscle, then you can watch a a video of a dog and get wisdom from it. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and here's something else I'm thinking about. I, I do understand you're wondering what this person is going to think, because I've gone through a period in my life, man, that I am a deep thinker. Like I'm always thinking deeper than it goes and maybe an overthinker if I want to put a negative connotation on it. But I'm constantly thinking and I want to go deep. And I and I tell people this all the time that I'm not really a guy for frivolous conversations, man. I don't really want to have some light, fluffy, airy conversation for hours on end. At some point, I want to get down to something and talk about something that's really important to me. And that quality in another person from what I found in my life is difficult to, to hone in on or difficult to cultivate or difficult to find in other people, people that want to go past the surface, past the cutting up, past the, you know, insults and really talk about something that matters, man. So the first time that you look at somebody, man, and go, man, I noticed this in this video. It really inspired me. And you say the 30 second blurb and they look back and go. <laughs> it kind of teaches us to be cautious about who we're sharing this kind of stuff with. So I, I think that that would be the next step to for a guy that's kind of trying to cultivate this in his life is to learn your circle of friends and find out, are there those people that you can relate to in this way? Because everybody that you share something like this with, I don't know that they're going to even be tuned in enough to understand what it is you're trying to share. And if you get shut down or if you get a blank look, a blank stare back, I think you'll be less likely to try it again. So maybe shoot for the easy, easy shot for for the easy. But I think, I think there's something to try again. Yeah. You know, if, if you felt like, wow, that was weird. I'll never do it again. (laughs) It's sort of like, this is a weird way to put it. But I had a, a, I was talking to a leader, a pastor and he, he, he asked me, I was talking about my relationship with my dad. And he's like, has he ever said, I love you? And I realized like he never really did. He's like, well, here's a trick. (laughs) Every time you call him end the conversation with, I love you. And eventually he'll say it. 
Yeah. And like, it literally took like two calls and he was like, love you, son. I was like, whoa, like, you know? Yeah. But I had to keep persisting, you know? And, and I feel like if you have that friend who's just not wanting, you know, like you're worried they're not going to really be into this. Mm-hmm. It might be because you haven't tried, you know, or you can try and it'll fail miserably. But maybe on the third time he'll start being like, okay, so every time I hang out with this guy, it's going to be like this. Yeah. You know, and then be like, maybe I'll listen to what he has to say, you know? And I'm wondering too, like, as I try to create some, you know, reason why a person may not respond that way, maybe they're not prepared to go as deep or maybe they're uh, thinking like you, you know, well, what if I say the wrong thing in response to this? Yeah. So people are so into their own minds, man. So we have to, I guess, cultivate this way of thinking that when people say stuff that maybe we don't necessarily agree with it, we just continue on and allow them to express themselves until we find out what it is that they are. I think that's saying. why Steven says, keep it under 30 seconds. Yeah, that's true. In case it, in case it crashes <laughs> hard, you know, but like it, it, who knows, it could start a conversation. And like, if there is, if you keep doing it, because really without that, without talking about like, that's the quickest way to make it go deeper. Yeah. Right. We could stay surface level and just hang out and be like, we, I had a great time hanging out or we can bring up something that's insightful. Cause it, it's very simple. Like men can, I think every man can relate. Like there's an achievement that like, Whoa, that's an achievement. Yeah. You know? And then just be like, Man, I just thought about that, like how how great an achievement that is, and just inspired me to to strive for something. Yeah, and that's a that's a relatable conversation, and I think I think that leads to something deeper where we can actually start talking about that. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, you know, here here's some of the things that I want you to just scan your horizon for, scan your life for, scan your peripheral for these types of things, things that inspire you, inspire you to be a a great man, things that inspire your parenting, uh, your ability to be a better spouse to your wife, uh, things that inspire you to do better at work. Start scanning your kind of uh, life and, and things that are close to you for those things, things that encourage you, things, a, a story of a great achiever, or someone who has broken through uh, obstacles. Everybody loves a, you know, underdog story. Uh, people that have broken through. People that are just uh, overachievers and come up with these magnificent ideas. Start scanning your life. Start scanning, you know, around you and the things that you watch and read for those kind of inspiring, uh, visionary, or encouraging stories. Because this type of intellectual sharing is one of the great arts of being a great man. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production. Mm-hmm.